0: Savvy Sprite Podcast. A podcast for healthcare professionals who are interested in starting their own health writing businesses. I'm Janine, a registered nurse and your host. I'm a labor and delivery nurse, mom to these two incredible boys, wife to my best friend and owner of two crazy Great Danes. I help nurses discover freelance writing as an extra income opportunity with help from my guests. Join us over on Facebook in the group Savvy Nurse Writer Community or SavvyNurseWriter.com to join our course and membership to create your own profitable writing business. Enjoy the show! Welcome, Savvy Scribes, to another episode of the Savvy Scribe Podcast. Today we have Desi Bolin on the show. She is the founder and CEO of Virtually Sourced Solutions, LLC, an international SVA consulting firm. She stands on the pillars of integrity, quality, service, collaboration, and innovation. As a published author, course creator, and certification founder, she truly puts over 65 specialties to highly efficient, highly effective use. With two young kids at home, ages six and three, the ability to multitask to get things done is touted. We focus on relationships-based selling, networking, and collaborations operating solely on the word of mouth and referral. She lives to help others succeed through proven, repeatable scale and growth. Welcome to the show, Desi. Resume recording and live on Facebook here. All right, our group. All righty. We are now live on Facebook. So welcome to the show, Desi. How are you? I am
1: so good, Janine. I am uh, have been looking forward to this for, for a few weeks now. Um, so I'm so glad that uh, we were able to to
0: set it up. Yeah. So I know who you are because we chatted back and forth via email for, like you said, last few weeks, which is exciting. I've been excited to have you as well. But tell our um, listeners a little bit who you are and what you do. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, so I am the world's first and foremost
1: strategic virtual assistant. Um, by now, most everyone knows what virtual assistants are do, um, I kind of take it to the next level. Um, So I have over 70 specialties I do for companies, depending on what their needs are and where they're looking to grow to. Um, A lot of what I do centers around scaling and growth of a company um, and and really focuses on the advanced level support that um, most nobody knows about. Um, So I run an international consultancy out of five different countries uh, with a fairly large team and uh, we are continuing to kill it.
0: I love it. So we're going to be talking today, three tips to scale your business. We're going to start one on this podcast episode and Facebook group. And then the other two, we're going to break off into a private workshop. For those of you guys who are members, you can find this in the past recordings. But the first question I have for you, Desi, I know we're talking about those three ways to scale, but where? how did you start your business? You obviously weren't as big as you are now. When did you start it and what did it look like back then? Back?
1: Then, when I first started, I was essentially uh, just a virtual assistant, and it's kind of evolved into um, doing all these different things. Now, I'm I'm all kind of your classic type A overachiever, so I uh, I'm a perpetual student, and I'm continuing to to learn and and uh, getting all of that under my belt so I can sit there and be of service to others, um, in the scaling and growth of their business. But I started the company about four years ago, we're coming up on four years, uh, when my daughter was five months old. Um, and it's, it's mainly because I wanted to be here for them. Um, I do have two kids. My, my son is now six and my daughter's four. Um, so it's, That's really how it started. But I started as just a general VA doing uh, the general administrative work that um, a lot of business owners don't like to do themselves. Uh, It is very time consuming. So um, it's just kind
0: of evolved as we've grown. What did you first start with and like what type of clients? Um, so I am, from,
1: from the inception of the company, I have been industry agnostic. So I've worked with, oh my gosh, so many different industries. Um, and I like it that way. I don't like to niche into a specific industry because I like to do something different every day. And, and being industry agnostic allows me to help more people. Um, but when I started, my some of my first clients are actually still with me. I have an engineering and manufacturing company. Um, I have a retail company. I have a revenue growth coach, um, revenue growth consultant, and an IT company. So as you can see, it kind of runs the gamut, but I've got more uh, clients now, obviously. Those ones are, those four, they've been with me all four years.
0: Wow, that's exciting. And the retention rate is sounds pretty incredible. So I have questions about that but let's let's give that little tip away first. What's the first thing you should do when you're trying to scale a business?
1: You need to know your customers. That is the first step to continuing to scale and grow a business you need to talk to them get their voice and and a lot of what I do revolves around that I do a lot of buyer journey work I do net promoter score surveys to kind of figure out where the company falls uh, with its competitors and what the customers are thinking of them and where they can improve But honestly, knowing your customers and getting to know them and knowing that building that relationship and and making it something special is the first step to scaling and growing a sustainable business. Sustainability is the name of the game right now.
0: So with that, you know, communication is key, I think. It's what you're basically coming down to is once you get a client, stay in contact with them. How often are you talking to your clients?
1: I talk to my clients <laughs> every day. Not all of them every day, because I, I have quite a few. But uh, you know, I just make sure to make myself a hundred percent accessible. Um, I have you know like six different ways that you can get in touch with me at all times, and uh, I I pride myself on on that fact of being accessible and, and and being approachable is really key too. You don't want to seem um, high and mighty. You don't want to seem like uh, you're doing other things that are more important than your customer. Um,
0: Cause customer is really what's going to make a, make or break a business. For sure. Yeah. We all need sales and customers and whatnot. But with that, now I can see like there's six ways to get a hold of you. You always want to be accessible. You still have two kids. You still have a life. Do you put up boundaries in place at first when you take on a client?
1: I, you know, I kind of let them know, hey, I, you know, I only work, you know, X amount of hours during a day, um, but I don't really hold true to those. I, you know, I, uh, I tend to work late at night after the kids go to bed. So sometimes I'm working till two or three in the morning. Uh, it really depends on, on, you uh, what happens throughout the day, you know, being a stay at home mom and homeschooling um, because we do live out in the country and, and going to school just is not practical, especially during winter. We get 10 feet of snow. So it's wow. a little challenging. Um, so handling all of that and then, you know, having family close by, things come up. Um, so you've got to learn to be flexible Um, typically I say, if you need a project done, uh, give me 48 hours to turn it around. Typically I turn it around in two to three hours, um, because I'm hyper efficient. I don't like to leave anybody waiting. Um, and that's, that's really, you know, the crux of it. You, you just got to be flexible. I do set some boundaries, you know, if, Hey, if we go after you have paid for X amount of hours, if we go over that, this is what I'll charge you. Um, and and making sure that is clear before you begin a relationship with a client is, is pretty key.
0: For sure. Now, when it comes to your work hours, how often, how are you working full time in your business right now? Are you working over that? What's it, what's it looking like? Um, for me, because, because I am
1: that overachiever, a lot of times I'm working seven days a week. Um, you know, Saturday and Sunday, like this past Saturday and Sunday, I didn't really work the full eight hours. I worked probably three to four hours uh, broken up throughout the day. Um, but Monday through Friday, I do work 10-hour uh, days. Um, I would usually work from 8 in the morning till 6 at night. And that um, is really just place to the accessibility of... Um, of being there for, for business owners, that's a typical work day, uh, for most people It's eight to five. So I tend to stay a little bit later.
0: Nice. Nice. And do they, um, do you go into like your day with a to-do list or do you go into your day with like, what does my clients need right now?
1: Um, I typically, You know, I have a checklist that I do, um, and that is my to-do list. I have things that are longer projects that I have bits and pieces that I need to do throughout the day to a deadline. But again, I also do um, rush projects. Uh, It's really a client contacts me. This is, hey, this is what I need, and I get it done.
0: Um, So it's kind of a mix of both. Very good, very good. Now, okay. So, my biggest question from the start, when you said you had these different clients from all these different industries, how do you keep everybody organized? Uh, Well, I
1: I guess that kind of um, falls under my Type A personality. I uh, I just have in my brain they're all organized. um, But I do have I have so so many notebooks. I have notes on my computer. I just I put everybody into into their own bucket with all of their information and, and um i try to make notes of of any projects that c- come up for them so i have something to reference if if a question comes up down the line
0: very nice very nice all right so um let me ask you before we go into the workshop portion what what are some ways people can get a hold of you or find out more what you're doing where you're involved and can follow along
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. The best way, um, to get all of my contact information and even to reach out to me is go to my website, which is virtually Um, and, uh, it's got my, my phone number on there, email. There's a contact us kind of section, uh, but Facebook I'm on messenger all the time. So feel free to message me there. That's a wrap for today's episode of the Savvy Scribe. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed today's show, we'd love for you to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Until next time.
0: Again, thank you for listening. If you're ready to explore freelance writing as your next PRN job or even full time, I invite you to check out our Savvy Nurse Writer community on Facebook and visit SavvyNurseWriter.com to help you get started today.